Sarah Morgenthau. She's a Democrat running for Congress in the 2nd District. Wants to replace the outgoing Jim Langevin. Sarah, welcome in. Thank you, Gene. Thanks for having me. Nice to have you. Yeah. You know what? Let's get the tough stuff out of the way. Now, you know this is coming. New York Times. Carpetbaggers raise an age-old question. Do voters really care? New York Times is suggesting you're a carpetbagger to Rhode Island, that you don't really live here, you vacationed here, but beyond that, is Rhode Island an easy mark? That's what the Kennedys think sometimes, right? I, you know, I, I've been here for 40 years. My family's been here for 40 years in, in the same house. Many folks know that my mother ran for the seat in 1988. Right. My brother Ben and I ran her campaign. Uh, my husband Carl and I got married in our, in our backyard in Saunderstown. And, you know, I have uh, public service has been a part of who I am. It's mm -hmm. a part of who my family is, uh, giving back to the, to the community, to the country, like so many Rhode Islanders, right. uh, which is why I went to Washington uh, to serve my country in two administrations. I worked in the Obama administration, helping to run the Peace Corps, mm -hmm. working on food insecurity, something that Rhode Islanders, one in six Rhode Islanders, are, are, are struggling with food insecurity right. today, working on health security. Uh, this was before the Ebola, before the pandemic, uh, something that we are reeling from and, and just starting to come out of. And then I went to Homeland Security. I was the first woman to head the private sector office. I worked on cybersecurity, mm -hmm. domestic terrorism, things, again, that we understand even better today in, in 2022. And then most recently, I headed up U.S. travel and tourism at the Department of Commerce. Right. So, well, listen, you have an impressive resume. You're also an Ivy League lawyer. I've read that, too. But all of those things you just uh, listed, you did that outside of Rhode Island. You were living elsewhere. Now, you know the old rap as you vacationed here. Listen, I go to Florida a lot, but I'm not a Floridian. Now, if you're going to bristle at that, you know it's coming. And Rhode Islanders can be tough on people who aren't native Rhode Islanders. It takes a while to warm up. So you want to hit that head on? You know, Rhode Islanders have been incredible to me. And I think, you know, what I'm hearing when I go from town to town, you know, whether it's Block Island, Exeter, uh, a woman uh, just called me the other day from Cranston, a young mother, to say that she was moved by the fact that, that I was running because of Roe v. Wade being overturned and being you know, sick and tired of it. Rhode Islanders are, are, are struggling. You know, everything yeah. is really expensive. Inflation is, is high. Uh, and it's difficult. And Washington is difficult. And I think we need somebody who is willing to go to Washington, has the relationships, mm -hmm. has worked across multiple sectors to bring back uh, good things for, for folks here. We need to, to, to really fight for, for Rhode Islanders. You know, uh, Gene, we're losing seniority with Jim Langevin. Uh, we only have two Congress people. We almost lost one, as, right. as you know, with, a, with, a, with the uh, recent census. Uh, and, and I think we, we need someone who on day one has the experience uh, to, to deliver for Rhode Islanders. Uh, the other thing, too, that I, that I say is that we haven't ever had a Democratic woman. Uh, and I think that uh, that's important. Mm -hmm. We haven't had a woman in this seat in over 30 years. Look, Gene, you, you know this. Uh, you know, Alan Fung uh, is, is the one that we have to beat. I can beat Alan Fung, uh, and, and folks know that. I, I draw the greatest contrast. And in part, it's because of you know, the work that I've done mm -hmm. in Washington, the relationships that I have in Washington. I was very pleased to roll out the endorsements of Senator Gillibrand and Senator Cory Booker, right. two presidential candidates 
Uh, and and I, I have worked on, on the issues that are important to people here. Right. Let me be fair to Alan Fung. He's, he's been, he was elected an, time and again as the mayor of Cranston, a tough city to run. Uh, many surveys say it's one of the best cities to live in America. He's very popular in the district. He's leading all the polls, and he certainly knows every city town, city and town in the second district. Now, I know before we went on, you, you were, you're telling me where Saunderstown begins and where South Kingstown begins, but you can't discount Alan Fung. He's very popular. Well, you know what, I, I would say I draw a, a, a contrast. Just last night, he uh, announced that he is uh, against uh, the Inflation Reduction Act. That's mm -hmm. about jobs. That's about reducing inflation. Right. That's about uh, uh, mitigating against climate. Uh, he's uh, against uh, abortion, right? We just had... <laughs> he's pro-choice with exceptions. Well, he said that on the record to me. He's pro-choice with certain exceptions. Go ahead. Well, you know, I'm not sure we want to we want to have the, the, those uh, those exceptions. Right. You know, he has said that, that he would vote with Kevin McCarthy. Um, just, just the other day, there was a bill um, where the Republicans blocked uh, health care access to, to veterans. We can't allow that. Uh, I worked at Homeland Security. I worked with frontline workers who uh, were on the trenches, on the front lines, uh, you know, af in the aftermath of 9-11. We need to protect them. We need to protect our veterans. Right. So this is a contrast, and I know the contrast because I've worked on the issues. Well, Alan Fung, I suppose, could counter. Uh, uh, he's worked with the Department of Transportation. He's worked with the sewage authorities. He's worked with Rhode Island local issues where you're touting a lot of Washington, Washington issues. You've worked Homeland Security, this and that. Do you see the contrast that Rhode Islanders might say? I do see the contrast. I think that um, my job uh, as uh, your congresswoman is to get federal resources, is to go to Washington and bring great things back to folks here uh, who are struggling for our communities, for our families, for our children, mm -hmm. for our grandchildren. And Jean, I don't want to discount again the fact that a woman's perspective is important. I've raised three kids. I have two parents uh, who uh, are no longer living. I have struggled, like so many Rhode Islanders, uh, in you know balancing uh, you know work and family, older care, navigating their health care system. Mm -hmm. I've gone through brick walls for for my children. I have gone through brick walls for my parents to navigate the health care system. And I will go through brick walls uh, to, to, to bring back things uh, for Rhode Islanders uh, for this great state. Let's do a little lightning round. My time sure. is limited. Uh, do you believe we're in a recession right now? Are we in a recession? I think we are dealing with soaring inflation. We are dealing with supply chain issues. Uh, we saw that rear its ugly head um, during the pandemic. I was very pleased uh, that finally the semiconductor chips legislation is on the president's desk. Mm -hmm. I think that will provide some, some relief. We need to make sure that we are investing uh, here in this country. And Sarah, that we're manufacturing I, asked the pretty, country. I asked you a pretty direct question. Are we in a recession? We have two consecutive quarters with down numbers. This is debate as to whether or not we're going to redefine. Are we in a recession? That's a simple yes or no. I don't, I don't think we're, we're in a recession, okay. I, but, I, but I think we're dealing with, and, and, and this is what I, what I hear, and this is what I know, and this is what you know too, Gene, which is that everything is too damn expensive. Uh, gas prices are too high. Right. You know, it's expensive for people to, uh, to go to their jobs, uh, to, to take vacations. I shudder to think what it's going to be like uh, for, for folks to, to heat their homes uh, in, in the winter. Supply chain issues, we've got workforce shortage mm. issues, uh, and these are hurting our small businesses, and, the, and, and that's a problem, and we need to make sure that we've got the right person, the right woman in Washington, 
Washington fighting for folks here. Do you think the Biden administration gave out too, too much free money and overheated the economy, like as Larry Summers, former Treasury Secretary under Obama, has said, and that this additional spending is just going to make it worse? You brought that up with Alan Fung. Too much money, too fast, overheated the economy. That's why we have inflation. Do you buy into that theory? I think President Biden was uh, dealt a pretty difficult hand. Remember, we were in the middle of the pandemic. Uh, I ran travel and tourism at the Department of Commerce. Mm -hmm. And as you know, all international travel uh, because of the pandemic uh, was completely shut down. That's about a trillion dollars coming right. into the economy. Uh, Seven billion coming into to Rhode Island, a really important sector here. I think that he provided a lifeline, some stimulus uh, to folks that, that uh, kept the economy going, and frankly, that kept a lot of people here in Rhode Island going, well, and, and that was important. Let me ask the question again, narrowly. It's a specific question. Do you think he overheated the economy? Larry Summers says, that's why, we're, that's why we have high inflation. Too much money thrown out too soon. That's a yes or no answer as well. No, I think we needed that stimulus. So, I think we needed a lifeline for, for folks okay. who were struggling. It was really, really difficult during those years. You know, I know what that was like. People were lost jobs, lost loved ones. They we're dealing with young kids, you know, working right. virtually. You know, we've got broadband access, which means not everybody was even able to, to work virtually, have their kids go to school virtually. These were difficult times, and I think what President Biden did during, during those years and getting us the vaccine was enormously important. Okay, I, I follow your thinking. You're disagreeing with Larry Summers. With just a minute left, uh, you would vote for Nancy Pelosi to continue as speaker? I would. And do you believe President Biden should run for re-election? 75% of your own party thinks otherwise. Do you think the, the, do you think the president is up? for re-election. I think he is, yeah. You would vote for him? I would. You would, all right. Well, thanks for coming in. Uh, we're just getting to know you, but I appreciate your coming in. We'll have you in again. Thank you, Jane. It's great to be here.